Hi, Mama. I hope you're having the best day ever. I'm so stoked, as always, to be here with you, and I'm excited for what I want to share today. Uh, it's kind of actually something that's been on my heart for months. Like, I have a whole list of ideas of, you know, what to put on this show, and uh, this has been one that has been there for a long time. Not that this show is that old, so... <laughs> I guess it's all relative, right? But it's just been something that God has been speaking to me, and I'm really excited to share it with you. It's a little bit of a hard truth, so just, you know, prepare your heart and be ready to to be convicted, but like inspired at the same time. That's always my goal. So I hope that's you today. And, you know, I don't, hopefully my voice will hold up. I'm getting over a little bit of a cold, so hopefully everything goes as planned. I'm very excited. And yeah, let's just jump in today. Let's go. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. Okay, Mama, so today we're talking all about comfort. So this is something I kind of notice in myself, and I imagine, you know, because uh, most of you are someone similar to me, like that's that's how I'm able to speak to you is because I've been there. Like, <laughs> we think a lot of the same ways, we struggle with a lot of the same things, or I used to struggle with those things more in the past. Obviously, it never goes away completely, but that's how I'm able to walk this out with you is because I've been there. I've been in that headspace. I've been through all these things, and so... I imagine what I've been experiencing for a long time might be something similar to what you've been experiencing. And so I noticed this like intrinsic desire that I had to seek comfort like all the time. Like I just was longing for that moment of perfect comfort. And, you know, like thoughts like, you know, once this once this is over, it's going to be so great. Or after I'm done with this really hard thing, then ooh, that's going to be good. Or, you know, once I can finally sit on the couch today, that's when the day is going to be awesome. Or once I don't have a to-do list in my life, whoo, that's going to be the best time. Or even like once I'm done with this season, wow, that's when life is going to be good, right? We can so often have this uh, mentality that we're, we're just seeking these moments or seasons of comfort. And don't get me wrong, like I'm all about some comfort, like books and baths. If you haven't heard me share about that as a goal for this year, I've been doing it. It's the best, not like every night, but try like at least once a week to just go in a hot bath with some Epsom salts and a book. And it has literally been a lifesaver. Like this month has been more packed than I could have ever planned for or imagined. And having that as this 
these moments of stillness and these moments where it like all begins to take over me and I'm like, I can't do this all. Oh my gosh, what if I signed up for with all of these things going on? Those moments have brought me back to like my place of peace and I'm like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. I just need this night and then I feel rejuvenated. It's like it's real rest, right? Uh, not like this numbing kind of rest, but actually engaging in something that replenishes my soul. And so I'm all about that kind of comfort, like all about it. And I do not think God does not like comfort. I mean, you know, he, he says his presence is brings peace, right? And peace is so much comfort in that, right? So, and I always imagine like Holy Spirit coming over us like warm blankets, like this peace that surpasses all understanding is kind of like this warm blanket. And so I'm not speaking against comfort. I'm not saying comfort is wrong. I'm just talking about this need that we have to feel like that is the ultimate goal, that, that those moments of comfort, those seasons of comfort, like that is where where it's at, like where life is at, where it gets good. And I actually think that's totally flipped. So here's, let me talk you through some of this. First of all, if we didn't uh, push against this desire for comfort, like if, if we eliminated all of the things in our life that are making us uncomfortable, that are, that are stealing from these moments of comfort, which actually I kind of feel like our culture is kind of leading us in that direction and maybe not a hundred percent, but you know, it's all about listening to your body and, and doing, uh, you know, boundaries and uh, making sure that nothing ever pushes past that. And I've been talking a lot about that lately, about, you know, what God calls us to. And I believe folding in boundaries, like I'm an advocate for it. I'm going to talk soon about listening to your body and just kind of my take on that. But, uh, you know, I think culture would have us just seek these moments of comfort. Like, that that's what life should be like, right? Just this all out comfort. And if we allowed that to fully take over our life, how much would we miss out on? Right? Like how, how many things would we miss out on if we only sought out comfort, if we eliminated everything in our lives that did not bring that comfort or stole that comfort from us? I mean, it would look like, like literally stopping all of our relationships, Right? Like real relationships take sacrifice, take conflict, take pushing through, take, you know, giving it to the other person. It's it's not always comfortable. Yes, there's those moments of, oh my gosh, I got to like really connect with this friend and I felt so comforted in these moments and, you know, we shared a glass of wine and, you know, we got to talk about our marriages and our kids and it was so amazing, right? But that's not the fullness of a relationship. If we're really going into a relationship where people really know us and we know them, there's going to be some conflict involved. That's just a part of a healthy relationship. And if we're talking about relationships, marriage also, if we only sought comfort, none of us would ever be married. <laughs> like we might get married because we're like, great, this sounds so comfortable. This, you know, I have to worry about dating someone. I have this safe security place, right? But the reality of marriage that most of us have experienced at this point is that marriage is very hard, often not very comfortable. <laughs> a lot of stretching, a lot of growing, right? And so if we're only seeking comfort, if we're to eliminate all of the things that steal that comfort from us, then we would not be married anymore. Like that would be done, kaput. We also would never work again. I mean, right? Work usually isn't very comfortable. You know, even when we're pursuing our passions, that usually takes us overcoming uh, 
some fears and pushing past these limiting beliefs and pushing through when we don't feel like doing anymore. And then that's, that's if it's like a passionate job, right? Like a a calling job. But what about those other jobs that we're doing to pay the bills or doing to be faithful or that God has called us to for a season, right? We would for sure give up on all of that because none of it is comfortable. We would never make it to church. I mean, you know, maybe at first because church can be really comfortable at first, right? Like, well, at very first, it's a little uncomfortable. So that's, I guess, why I wouldn't wouldn't make it initially, right? Because like going to a new place with new people, you don't know what to expect. That's very uncomfortable, right? But then we also wouldn't stick it out because, you know, if we're really going to plant our roots in a church, we're going to get to know people, right? We're going to get to know the pastors more in depth. We're going to get to know the leaders. We're going to get to know the people that attend. And again, relationships are full of discomfort, and, and being under the authority of spiritual, uh, under spiritual authority that can be uncomfortable, like when, when they're calling you out on something or just when you disagree with them and you're trying to figure out how to navigate that, there's all kinds of discomfort that comes with being planted in a community. So we would never go to church again. We definitely wouldn't serve in church. Like that's all about discomfort. We also would for sure never share the gospel message, never share about Jesus because I mean, that is the ultimate discomfort. At least I experience that. It's, I, you know, and I'm getting getting better at it. And, you know, as you press into that, Holy Spirit can give you boldness and it gets better. But you still have to push past that discomfort. It is not easy. And so no one would hear the gospel message, right? And also, I know I'm, you know, talking to moms right now. And really, none of us would have babies, right? Like pregnancy is full of discomfort, birth is full of discomfort and raising up kids is full of discomfort, (laughs) right? Like if we're talking about the main thing that can steal our comfort, um, children, right? No longer when we're sick, do we get to lie in bed? We got to take care of our kids. No longer when we have days off, do we get to loiter around and do whatever we want watch endless Netflix, right? Like we have children to care for. And so that is our ultimate place that it steals our discomfort. So I'm saying all this as an example. I want you to see what would happen if we really avoided this? Because I know probably you guys aren't to the place where you're like, I'm going to eliminate everything. I'm never going to work again. I'm not going to have any relationships. Like, I know that's probably not where you're at. I'm going to get rid of my children. <laughs> but the point is, I think we have this idea in our heads that we're seeking these places of comfort. We think that's the best place. And even trying to remove some things in our life that steal that comfort. And they might not be these big things I'm talking about, but they might be smaller things that really are something God is calling you to. But because you're seeking comfort, you're, you, you feel like you have to say no to it. You feel like it's wrong. You feel like it's not, not something you want in your life because it brings discomfort. And so maybe that's you, you know, you just, you haven't eliminated these things from your life or, or even like the smaller things, maybe you haven't eliminated them, but maybe in the back of your mind, it's, it's constantly nagging, nagging at you. Uh, You're thinking, oh, this isn't something good in my life. How can I get out of this? How can I stop this? How can I just get through it? Like without really thinking about it, how can, what's the quickest way out of this, right? Like, okay, I'm just going to get through this day. It's going to be done. And then the real day starts when I'm on the couch watching Netflix, right? Or you could also be the person that has begun to eliminate these things from their lives. Maybe not the big things, maybe the smaller things, maybe it's both. 
I mean, I think COVID made it super easy for us to get into this space where we've eliminated all of these things that have stolen our comfort, right? COVID, we were locked down in our houses. We didn't have to go and risk and be in relationship with people. We didn't have to go and risk and show up at church and then try and serve at church, right? For a lot of us, like some people, their churches kept going, which is amazing, but a lot of us were locked down, most of us, right? We didn't have to go into work, right? Even even though we still had to work most of the time, you know, you got to put on sweatpants and zoom in. Like how much of that discomfort was lost? You didn't have to, to prepare your lunch. You didn't have to get out the door on time, right? You rolled out of bed, threw on some pants, and there you were. You were, you were set for the day. And so culture is already pushing us in this direction, already calling us to this place where we think comfort is the ultimate thing. And then COVID happens and it shows us like, wow, look what you could have. This could be your life, right? You never have to go out again. You never have to to risk. You never have to leave those sweatpants behind. Like this is the ultimate place. And I see this in so many people that, that they're still stuck in this mentality of seeking this comfort. And you're not alone, like, right? I'm sharing about how this has played out in my life, how so often I I do that same thing where I'm like, oh, the best part of my day is when I'm going to be done with all of this and it's going to be the best. And I, oh, you know, I'm dreading this thing coming up, you know, every week, maybe it's serving in church, right? I'm dreading it. And so I think that means it's not for me. I think that means it shouldn't be in my life. I don't believe that's true. In fact, I think those things that cause discomfort are the very things we most need in our lives. Those are the very things that are going to bring us what we're really looking for in life. The purpose, the satisfaction. I mean, this is all found in Jesus, but this is the way that he calls us to. He calls us to be planted and rooted in a church and in relationships. He calls us to be present in our marriage and with our kids, right? He calls us to to show up for these things. He calls us to carry our cross. Like how uncomfortable is carrying a cross? I mean, let's talk about discomfort. And I believe that these very things that we avoid or that we think we need to eliminate from our schedules are the exact things that we need to get to where God is calling us. Like you're, you're listening to this podcast because you're interested in this idea of healing. You're pursuing, you're on this journey of healing. Healing will never come from seeking comfort. That is not at all. Like if you think that the less, uh, you know, you eliminate things from your schedule because it's going to eliminate the anxiety in your life, you got it all backwards because that anxiety isn't going to go away. It's going to find other ways to show up. Like eliminating those things from your, your life isn't going to do the job. I promise you that. In fact, those things, pressing into them, even when you're anxious about them, even when it brings up uncomfortable feelings, that is where the healing is going to take place. And you want to know how I know this? My favorite verse, which is also my least favorite verse. (laughs) You've probably heard me quote it before because it's uh, a go-to of mine because I need it constantly to be reminded. James 1, 2 through 4. Count it all joy, my brothers and sisters, when you meet trials of various kinds, right? When we're talking about trials, it doesn't just mean the hard seasons. It does mean that as well. But this can be as small as like, oh, I'm dreading this thing that I have to go to. Oh, I'm dreading this thing in my schedule. Oh, I'm dreading this relationship. Trial can be anything that is discomforting, anything that pulls you away from that comfort. 
So let's read it from the top again. Count it all joy. It's the worst. It's the worst. <laughs> the best. Count it all joy when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Trials are the things that produce endurance in us, that produce the steadfastness that we need to to run the race, to, to get where God is calling us, right? Like you're calling you think of like someone, someone's far away. I mean, God is near to us, right? But he's, he's leading us somewhere away, right? Like you're calling out for someone, you're calling them to, to come. They have to leave where they are to come to you or to come to where you're calling them to, right? And that's, if we're going to pursue our callings, if we're going to listen to God's voice, we have to leave where we are and come to where he's calling us to. And so to do that, to do that journey, right? The gap of where we are to where we're headed it takes endurance. We've got to have that thing that keeps us going no matter what. And how we get that is through trials of various kinds, right? Anything big and small, the trials are what gives it to us. So let's talk about something bigger for a minute. You know, maybe you are in a really hard season. Maybe your marriage is so rough right now. Maybe one of your kids, it just is not listening or you're struggling with a learning disability or you're struggling with sickness somewhere in your family, you're you're grieving a death. Now, God doesn't wish those things upon you. He doesn't create the bad in your life, but he wants to use it. And those very things that are the most horrible are what is going to produce what you need inside of you. So while it may feel like a season that you just want to run away from and you keep thinking, gosh, when this is over, that's, that's when the peace is coming. Or when this is over, that's when the good stuff is coming. And while I don't believe you're going to be in this hard season forever, but in the midst of it, there is good stuff. There's stuff that God wants to build inside of you right here in the messy middle. Let's not just try and run out of these seasons to get to what's next. Because then we're going to miss, we're going to have, we're going to still have to walk through all the hard stuff, right? But then we're going to miss all the good stuff that God wants to, to do in us. God has so much he wants to do inside of you in those seasons, but we have to choose to not run away from it, to not just get through it, to not just numb out through it, but to seek God, to persevere, to count it all joy, what? And to not press away from that discomfort. And I share all of this with you, not because I haven't walked it out like this. I've been in the middle of this and I have found this to be so true. And I'm going to have to stop yelling because I always get so excited on here, but my voice cannot handle it today. But this is exactly what God showed me after my miscarriage. And some of you have heard the story from other episodes, but I went through a miscarriage. The worst possible thing happened and it was so hard. But out of that season... God birthed so much inside of me. Like that is why I sit here with you today because of what he did in me. And I, I, that is the turning point. I I am not exaggerating. I am not just trying to prove a point or be hyper emotional about this. Like literally I look back to a turning point in my life and it was my miscarriage and what God did through that. And really 
this, the name of that God gave my daughter and there's a whole story behind it. I think it's in one of the episodes, but it, her name is Ileana. And God showed me this story of, of what happens after a wildfire. And there are these certain flowers that can only come after a wildfire. And what happens is these seeds are in the ground and these seeds stay dormant in the ground for up to a hundred years. And they're just there. Like they're just sitting there. Their potential is not being reached. They're just these seeds in the ground doing nothing. And only once the fire comes, only once it comes, then do they crack open and birth these beautiful flowers. And and that is what happened. The fire in my life birthed these things inside of me that I honestly didn't even know I had. Like I never in a million years would have thought I would be sitting here talking to you. I didn't even know I was, I enjoyed or was good at teaching. Like I had no idea these gifts inside of me. I don't even know if they were there before enough that God just, you know, planted them in me afterwards. Whatever it was, the fire cracked open this potential, cracked open the gifts he had in me, cracked open these passions and these dreams. And without the fire, they wouldn't have been cracked open. They would have just been lying dormant. But I had to choose to embrace the fire. I had to choose to to not just try and get out of the discomfort of that season. I had to press in and process with God. I, I didn't drink any alcohol. I didn't watch TV in that time. I just waited on God because those things are so easily numbing, right? And I knew I could not numb. I knew I had to just process with God every day, whatever feelings came up, whatever was going on, I needed to bring it to God, process it with God. He was ready for all of it. He wanted to walk with me through all of it. And as I did that, as I didn't press in from, didn't press away from that discomfort, but I just pressed into him, he birthed all of these new things in me. And so that was the name of one of the flowers is Iliamna. And so every time I say my daughter's name, I think of what God did, that the, the very thing, the very worst possible outcome I could have imagined, the very worst thing in my life was literally the thing that birthed the most beautiful thing in my life. My, my daughter and my calling, where I stand today, which is also my calling into ministry, all of these things. And so I implore you, do not run away from the fire. Do not run away from discomfort. That is where the good stuff happens. It's okay to find those moments. Like he wants you to find those moments of rest and rejuvenation, but don't eliminate things in your schedule because they bring you discomfort. That's not God leading you to that. You know, God, God will show you when those things are there. Sometimes those things are going to be there. Things we weren't meant to say yes to, and he'll show you. But you know what I'm talking about? Those, those meetings with a friend that you're like, oh, I just would rather stay home in my pajamas. You know, trying to show up to church when you're like, well, I could just watch it online and it'll be fine. The more discomfort you can press into, like God-led discomfort that you know God's calling you to, the more you can press into that, the more beautiful the blessings are going to be because you're being faithful to what he's calling you to and, and he honors and he blesses faithfulness. Like, do you think starting this podcast was comfortable? If that is a thought in your mind, that is so far from the truth. It was one of the most uncomfortable things I have ever done in my entire life. Probably the most, I don't know, giving birth was pretty intense. (laughs) But it really was one of the scariest, most uncomfortable things I've ever done. And it continues to, to be that way. But 
the blessings that have come from this, I can't even begin to tell you. Hearing your stories of how God has impacted you and spoken to you and the, the course of your life is shifting because of what you've been reminded of, like that is worth everything. So whatever those things are that you're running away from because they're causing you discomfort, you got to turn around. You got to have get some courage, be strong and courageous and step into them. God will sustain you. If he has called you to it, he will sustain you through it. I know that he has so much waiting on the other side of your faithfulness. I can't wait to hear about it. Let me pray for you. God, I just thank you for every ear that's listening. God, I thank you that you are so faithful and so good to us, God, that that the worst things in life that, that you don't even want for us, God, that you turn them for good. God, that you use these trials for strengthening us, for helping us in with endurance. God, I thank you that you build things within us from those things that we walk through, God, the things that we don't even get to say yes to and the things that we, we do get to say yes to. God, that you're using all of it for good, God. And so I just pray for courage for everyone listening, God, that, that you would put on their heart those things that you, you want them to press into, whether it's a season and you just want them to stop numbing and you want them to actually to process it and feel, and maybe there's a specific person or counselor you want them to, to seek out. And I just pray for, for insight into what that is. And I just pray for courage to face all of it. And God, I pray for also those mamas that have something that they, they know they need to say yes to, or they know they need to show up for God. And I just pray for a conviction right now to, to know what that is, God, and that you would give them the courage and the strength to get there, to show up and do the thing. God, we thank you that you're going to be faithful and you're going to get us through it. You will never leave us or forsake us, God, and you're going to give us everything that we need to get through it, God. You're so good and we trust you with everything, God. We're so grateful. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Mama.